It's the opening day of the PNE, and it's also day one of the two-day Richmond Maritime Festival. Back, yes, Malcolm Brody, the mayor of Richmond, joining us now to remind us of the Richmond Maritime Festival. Mr. Mayor, good morning and welcome. Yeah, good morning, Sterling. It's nice to be with you. Well, it's good to have you back on the show, Malcolm. It's been forever. Let's talk about the Richmond Maritime Festival this morning. And uh, Now, what happened over the last couple of years pandemic-wise? Not a whole lot, I'm thinking, as was the case with the PNE, too, right? Well, we kept the tradition alive with a kind of a hybrid event. But, of course, when you're talking about people uh, wanting to go onto the boats and witness the uh, the wooden boats and witness all the other events that we have for a maritime festival it really does lose something so we're thrilled to be back in person it's a fully fully live in-person event and it's going to stretch from today uh, right through tomorrow lots of stuff going on and uh, and i'm looking at the website and you can learn more at richmond maritime festival all one word dot ca richmond maritime festival dot ca and it says right here the in-person event is free with no advance tickets required and it all happens at britannia shipyards national historic site we're talking steveston aren't we uh, yes, we are. That's uh, really in the heart of the waterfront uh, in Steveson. And it's a time to, uh, that we can be reminded of our maritime history and our cultural opportunities here in the city of Richmond. There's going to be everything from the ability to go on board some of the vessels, mm-hmm. many, many different live performances. And for today, at least, they're also going to be having the dragon boat racing uh, right uh, right in the river. Uh, So there's truly something for every member of the family at a free, fun-filled event. And also on the website, it points out that this is the 19th annual Richmond Maritime Festival, Mayor. And uh, I've been to a few of them in the past, and a couple of them have involved tall ships and huge crowds. What's the story on that this year? Well, we do have a number of vessels. Uh, We don't have the big tall ships coming in this year. Uh, We do that uh, every other Every two or three years, okay. we'll have some tall ships coming in. But but there is so much on the waterfront for you to take a look at. You can look at the National Historic Site if you want to see uh, infrastructure that has been fully restored to its original shape. It reminds us of our past. Mm-hmm. But we'll, we'll have the stages. We have five different event zones. They're all themed around the nautical themes. Uh, but we'll have the performances, we'll have the food trucks, we'll have something for everyone. Indeed, and of course, it's the weather-wise, is it's just perfect. It's going to be a beautiful day, but a typical Vancouver August day. Not a scorcher, but up in the mid-20s, especially right there by the water in Steveston. It's uh, an, an, uh, a mix of sun and cloud. It's actually a great day. Weather-wise, it's, it's, the conditions would be, could be described as perfect, don't you think? I think it's I think it's going to be very very good. It's going to be warm enough for everybody. Uh, there doesn't seem to be any rain in sight, and just uh, a day chock full of different activities for everyone. This is, of course, a grand tradition, the Richmond Maritime Festival, Mayor Brody, and it's been going on for quite a number of years, and it doesn't just happen spontaneously. Talk to us a little bit, Malcolm, this morning about the people and the the volunteers that go together behind the scenes to all of a sudden, here we are on festival weekend and off we go. It's been in the works for quite a while, hasn't it? Yes, Sterling, you really hit it on the head. These don't run on money or uh, just uh, thoughts alone. 
it takes all the volunteers. We have a huge contingent from the Richmond Arts Coalition who have been responsible for all the performers. We have the members of the Britannia Heritage Shipyard Society. Uh, we have a, a company that has helped to put together the production. Uh, the Government of Canada has been generous in a, in a sponsorship opportunity. But at the end of it all, it's the people, the volunteers who really bring it together and make it a very, very special event. And these people, many of them have been volunteering since day one of the Richmond Maritime Festival. So in addition to being incredibly enthusiastic, they're also really good at what they do, aren't they? They certainly are. And when you talk about day one, it, this really came out of the 2002 event where we brought in all the tall ships. I remember it. And, yeah, and the huge, huge crowds. Uh, and people just wanted to to absorb the cultural opportunities that that presented. So we've kept the tradition alive. Each year, it's kind of it has its variations, but it's all around a maritime and a cultural theme. Uh, and so this year, we're in person, we're live, uh, and we're going strong. All right. So any uh, any parking concerns we should know about? Because uh, it it gets a little busy, and there's plenty of room for everyone. At least last time I recall. Well, there's going to be lots of people there, and there is parking, uh, you know, just go down near the site and they'll direct you. Sure. Uh, probably it's better if you can uh, park away from the site and walk to it or take your bike or even transit. Uh, if there's other opportunities, that's probably a good idea to avoid the congestion. But, yes, you'll be able to park down there. 11 a.m. to 6 p.m., the official hours, both today and tomorrow, and all sorts of cultural and musical and nautical uh, experiences await you at the 19th annual Richmond Maritime Festival. Overseeing it all, the mayor of Richmond, Malcolm Brody. Have a great time at the festival today, Mayor Brody, and thanks so much for getting up a little early to do this with us today. Oh, we're always happy to do that. And we are looking forward to seeing so many people down at the uh, Britannia site. Well, I hope it's a great day for all. Malcolm, thanks a lot for this. Anytime. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.